0: Hello, 同行家讀,歡迎收聽Look Back Sunday。在這個節目中,John老師會匯整過去不同國家與主題的熱門跟讀文章,讓您可以在15分鐘內吸收最精華的世界時事趨文。Let's get right to it. Restaurants have lavish setups for outdoor winter dining. A Latin fusion restaurant in Queens will serve crispy Arepa Cups and Ropa Vieja at an outdoor dining chalet with rustic wood beams and sparkling chandeliers. In the Bronx, an Italian place has winter-proofed its back patio with plexiglass walls and electric heaters, along with festive vines with pink flowers. And a Manhattan bistro is handing out silver space blankets to shivering diners. A pandemic that has appended much of life in New York is now ushering in something the city has never really tried, dining by snow and ice, or, as some restaurants are telling customers, the new BYOB is bring-your-own-blanket. The explosion of outdoor dining has been a savior for more than 10,000 restaurants and bars that have taken over sidewalks, streets, and public spaces to try to keep their businesses afloat. It has been so popular that Mayor Bill de Blasio and the City Council are making outdoor dining permanent. But year-round dining outside is untested in the city's bone-chilling winters and has created daunting challenges for an industry fighting to survive. Are we going to have a mild winter or a harsh one, said Andrew Riggi, Executive Director of the New York City Hospitality Alliance, an industry group. It's a gamble. With so much uncertainty about the weather and diner behavior, it's a risk. While a financial imperative for restaurants, enclosing outdoor areas for winter has raised health concerns as coronavirus cases in New York have started to rise again. Protecting patrons from the elements has led some restaurants to create shelters that lack sufficient ventilation, raising the risk of transmission. Outdoor heaters, Including propane heaters that had been banned in the city but now are permitted as a way to help restaurants could also pose fire hazards. Still, with restaurants having few options to make money, New York and other cities are forging ahead with winter outdoor dining. Chicago held a design challenge that drew ideas like a Japanese style heated table and a modular cabin inspired by ice fishing huts that fits on a parking spot. In New York, the multi-billion dollar restaurant industry, one of the city's most important economic pillars, has been decimated by the pandemic. Indoor dining has resumed, but at only 25% capacity. Next article. A scary energy winter is coming. Don't blame the greens. Every so often, the tectonic geopolitical plates that hold up the world economy suddenly shift in ways that can rattle and destabilize everything on the surface. That's happening right now in the energy sphere. Several forces are coming together that could make Vladimir Putin the king of Europe, enable Iran to thumb its nose at America, and build an atomic bomb and disrupt European power markets enough that upcoming United Nations Climate Conference in Glasgow, Scotland could suffer blackouts owing to too little clean energy. Yes, this is a big one. Natural gas and coal prices in Europe and Asia just hit their highest levels on record. Oil prices in America hit a 7-year high, and US gasoline prices are up $1 a gallon from last year. If this winter is as bad as some experts predict, with some in the poor and middle classes unable to heat their homes... I fear we'll see a populist backlash to the whole climate-slash-green movement. You can already smell that coming in Britain. How did we get here? In truth, it's a good news-bad news story. The good news is that every major economy has signed on to reducing its carbon footprint by phasing out dirtier fuels like coal to heat homes and to power industries. The bad news is that most nations are doing it in totally uncoordinated ways, from the top down, and before the market has produced sufficient clean renewables like wind, solar, and hydro. But how did the bad news side of this story emerge so fast? Blame COVID-19. First, the pandemic erupted and signaled to every major economy that we were headed for a deep recession. This sent prices of all kinds of commodities, including oil and gas, into downward spirals. This in turn led banks to choke off investment in new natural gas capacity and crude wells after seven years of already declining investments in these hydrocarbons because of lousy returns. As Bill Gates points out in his smart book, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster, The only way to reach our climate targets is to shift production of all the big heavy industries like steel, cement and automobiles, as well as how we heat our homes and power our cars to electricity generated from clean energy. Safe and affordable nuclear power has to be part of our mix because, Gates argues, it is the only carbon-free scalable energy source that is available 24 hours a day. Next article. About winter, Alaska faces Ice-Mageddon as temperatures swing wildly. Extreme weather in Alaska that has brought record high temperatures and torrential downpours has left authorities in the far northern US state warning of Ice-Mageddon. Hours after thermometers on Kodiak Island in the south reached 19.4 degrees Celsius, the warmest December temperature ever recorded in Alaska, the interior of the state saw 25 millimeters of rainfall in just a few hours, a downpour unseen in decades. Then when temperatures plummeted again, it all froze. The state's transportation department has coined the neologism a play on Armageddon to describe the chilly impasse. We are experiencing an unprecedented series of winter storms, the department tweeted. Next article. In Denmark, a snowstorm means people overnight in an IKEA. In northern Denmark... An IKEA showroom turned into a vast bedroom. Six customers and about two dozen employees were stranded by a snowstorm and spent the night in the store, sleeping in the beds that are usually on show. Up to 30 centimetres of snow fell, trapping the customers and employees when the department store in Elborg closed on Wednesday evening. We slept in the furniture exhibitions and our showroom on the first floor, where we have beds, mattresses, and sofa beds, store manager Peter Elmos told the Extra Bladet tabloid. People could pick the exact bed they always have wanted to try. Elmos said they spent the evening watching television and eating, adding, It went super well. It's been a good night, all fun. Good job, and thanks for tuning in. 想要收听更多过去的跟读单元以及节目, 欢迎到我们官网www.fifteenminutes.today. 有兴趣John老师以及其他资深英语老师对谈的节目, 记得周末也要回来收听我们同情学英语。Catch you in the next one!